another beautiful day that the Lord has made. We are going to give him thanks and we're going to give him all the glory. We know that our God does not share his glory with anyone. And we're going to pick back up and we're going to continue on this topic. Okay, we're going to go into another phase of this topic. Yeah, I know y'all excited. I know you are excited. It's always exciting to learn something new. Yeah. So I'm going to entitle this The Man Who Played God. Okay. If you pay attention to the Bible characters, there was a Bible character who played God. Now I want to take you to Genesis chapter 37. And I want to start at verse 2. Verse 2 all the way to verse 11. Write that down. This is the book of Genesis chapter 37. And two, these are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Let's Pause right there. Joseph brought an evil report of his brothers. Now keep in mind, he's a type and shadow of Jesus. And Jesus one day is going to testify against you. He has a testimony against the sons of Bilhah. Those are the Christians who believe that Jesus paid their bills. They believe Jesus died for their sins. Jesus has a witness against you, okay? You're not going to get off the hook, okay? He didn't pay your bill. Jesus could only save himself, okay? He could only deliver himself just like Noah could only deliver himself. Think about Noah, a righteous man who saved the whole world. God said, these three men, Noah, Job, and Daniel, if he was to bring four types of pestilence, swords, and famines, four kinds of evil, he said that they could do nothing but deliver themselves, nor sons, nor daughters. Let me tell you something, Messiah, peace be upon him. He's coming back, and he will testify against you for killing him so soon. He has not died yet. He will come back and he will die after he cleans up this house. Peace be upon him. Let's get back to where we at. Now I told y'all yesterday, the Messiah has the honor of cleaning up this mess on planet Earth. Okay? The Messiah is going to clean up all these crosses. He's going to get rid of them, okay? He has the honor 
and the privilege to tip over the idol, okay? Mainly because all people see him as God and the Messiah. Oh, he's going to come and he's going to clean up this mess. I had a song with my daughter a long time ago, and it was called Clean Up This House. My father's on his way home. He's on his way home. He's on his way home. This is the Lord's song. Clean, clean up this house, up this house. My father's on his way home. He's on his way home. He's on his way home. It won't be very long. It's so true. It is so true. And Jesus, the Messiah, peace be upon him. He has the honor and privilege of cleaning up this house. Now, I can get stuck right there. I can get in my zone and I can get my worship on right there. But I'm going to keep going. Okay, I'm going to delay. I'm going to delay that praise break. Okay, now verse three. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Now, y'all know that Joseph is a type and shadow of who? Somebody tell me. Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Because in Christianity, Jesus is the beloved. He is the only begotten son in whom I am well pleased. Okay. So here Joseph is playing this Bible character. All right. He is playing Jesus. Now watch this. Because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. Now, I can go and climb this mountain and this whole story can take a turn and it can be going into another revelation of someone else. But I'm going to stay on the topic today, okay? Because that coat of many colors can go into someone who is sent to gather all nations. Verse 4 and when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves, okay? They were tying up bundles of wheat. And lo, my sheep arose. In other words, my bundle of wheat stood up and also stood up right. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance that means they worship they bowed down to his bundle verse 30 verse 8 and his brethren said unto him shall thou indeed 
reign over us. That's one of the Israelites' greatest fears of having someone rule over them. This is the same thing they told Moses. Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? God always threatened Israel with the kingdom being taken away from them because that's their weak spot. They always thought it was about them and they always thought that they would be on top forever. Shall thou indeed reign over us or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it his brother and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made obeisance to me. Now, keep in mind, y'all, this is just a dream. We all have dreams. okay? and when we wake up, it's not real. It's just a dream. That's all it is. It's just a dream. So we can look at this story and we can see that there is a story that could be something that is what we called yesterday. A trick, a test for all of humanity. OK, because this was just a dream. And here we have the sun, the moon and the stars all bowing down to Joseph or Jesus. Verse 10. And it was told it to his father and to his brother. Now watch this. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, what is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and your mama and your brothers indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? So this is how you know what is going on right now is a complete disaster. All of the world is worshiping Jesus more than they are worshiping the father. Okay, even Jacob had enough sense like, hold up. How the hell me, your daddy, going to be bowing down to you? Not only that, he said, how the hell your mama going to be bowing down to you? This is how we know Mary was honored and she was exalted because Jesus would be exalted. Does the Bible say honor your son or does it say honor your father and mother? Honor your father and your mother. Honor your father and your mother, not your son. This is the reason why in the Quran, I know you don't like it, but in the Quran, there is a book not called Muhammad, peace be upon him, not called Jesus, peace be upon him. There's a book with the perfect balance, and the book is entitled Miriam for Mary. Okay, now I'm going to keep going. Verse 11, and his brethren envied him, but his father observed the same. Now, other translations read his father wondered about it. He was like, man, I, I wonder what this is going into. I wonder what God is up to. 
Now, this is the patriarch Jacob. He wasn't a dummy. This man was a prophet. Okay, he was like, I wonder what God is doing with my son. Maybe God is using my son to be a test to all of humanity. Maybe God is using my son to be a type and shadow of the coming Messiah. Okay, now I want to keep going. I want to bring up some scriptures how Joseph was forgotten okay this is going to be genesis 40 23 but the king's personal servant completely forgot about joseph here this man joseph just interpreted this man's dream if you read the story told him he would be promoted okay and joseph pleaded with him Okay, and matter of fact, I want to go to that scripture because I've been preaching and teaching that Jesus has been stolen. I've been preaching and teaching that Jesus has been stolen by the thief, by the apostle Paul. And in Genesis 40, 15, this is what it says. For indeed, I, this is speaking of Joseph, which is a type and shadow of Jesus, was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews. And here also have I done nothing that they should put me into the dungeon. Joseph is saying, I'm stolen property. I've been stolen. And the apostle Paul killed Jesus on biblical record. He stole him and made him the God of the earth. When Jesus is nothing but a slave of Allah, he's nothing but a servant. He's nothing more than a messenger. He's just a servant of the great God of the earth. Now I have to get back to where I was at. I want to bring up another reference. This is going to be in the book of Exodus. And I didn't put the scripture in my notes but I know for a fact it is in Exodus chapter 1 and it's going to be in verse 8 now there arose up a new king over Egypt which knew not Joseph see it's not all about Joseph it's not all about Joseph there was once upon a time when it was all about Joseph. But then guess what? Another king rose up and he was like, shoot, I don't know Joseph. <laughs> Put these Hebrews to work. <laughs> Put them us to work. In his own eyes, he said, I'm God. <laughs> I don't know no Joseph. And I don't know no God of Israel. This was Pharaoh. Okay. This is how Pharaoh was. The pharaohs of yesteryear, they believed that they were God. And here a man rose up and he did not know Joseph. He forgot about Joseph who saved Egypt. Okay. And this is a purpose. It was a purpose to let you know it's not all about Jesus. No, it's not. It's all about God. 
It's all about God. Going on, I want to show you how Joseph revered or reverenced the king of his day. This is going to be Genesis chapter 41, verse 16. It reads, your majesty, Joseph answered. Wow. Could you imagine Jesus saying, your majesty? Oh, king. Here we have Joseph. He's saying, your majesty. Joseph answered. I can't do it myself. But God can give a good meaning to your dreams. So Joseph is now about to interpret the king's dream. And the first time interpret is mentioned in the Bible is with Joseph. And Joseph is saying, look, I can't do nothing in myself. I'm helpless. But I know of a God that can give you the meaning of your dreams okay now i'm gonna give you a scripture in your bible all right this is going to be in john chapter 5 verse 30 and it reads i can of mine own self do nothing this is jesus talking now the christians say jesus is god okay but look what jesus said I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just or righteous because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Jesus is saying he's helpless, okay? He's trying to tell the people, I am born of a woman. I breathe the same air as you. I bleed just like you. I use the bathroom just like you. Okay? I am not God. I am worshiping the one and only true God. And I'm telling you to do the same thing. All right? And he is saying the exact same thing as Joseph. Joseph said, look, I can't help you out. But I know of a God who can show you the meaning of your dreams. Joseph was a type and shadow of Jesus because Joseph was a great steward. He was one that could be trusted, okay? And Jesus, he can be trusted with playing God to deceive you, okay? Because he will give God all the glory, And Joseph was the man that was picked to be the Lord of Egypt because he knew who the true God was. It was not going to go to Joseph's head. He knew in the one and only true God. And not only that, he knew his place in Potiphar's house. Let's get that first. Before I tell you about how he knew his place in Pharaoh's kingdom. He did not he did not try to take over Pharaoh's kingdom and he did not even try to take over Potiphar's house. All right. So now we're going to get to the story of Potiphar. All right. Joseph was lord over Potiphar's house. And I'm going to get that scripture for you. This is going to be Genesis chapter 39 and verse 7. 
And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and she said, lie with me. Now, we talked about that word lie, how it can go one or two ways, okay? It can go the adult way or it can go into just lying, okay? So now Potiphar's wife, is looking at Joseph. The Bible says that he was well built. Okay. He was a young man around this old woman. Okay. And this woman, she was being tempted. She was being tempted with this young, not only man, but he was a Hebrew. Okay. He was something different than her husband. Okay. Now I want to go to verse four and show you how he was in charge of Potiphar's house. And this is going to be verse four. And Joseph found grace in his sight, speaking of Potiphar, and he served him and he made him overseer over his house and all that he had put into his hand. So going back down to verse eight, but he refused and said unto his master's wife, behold, my master wata, not, and that word wata or wata means no. He's saying my master, he's saying my master knows not what is with me in the house. And he hath committed all that he have to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I. Neither have he kept back anything from me but you, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So he's saying, looky here. I ain't finna touch you. This man just made me king over this house. He just made me God over this house. The only thing I can't touch is you. And this is a picture of the Apostle Paul with all these churches around, okay? And what Jesus is saying, I'm not touching that church. I am not touching that Christian church, okay? This is a powerful revelation. Jesus has nothing to do with Christianity. That is all Paul. And that is a whole nother message. So here we have Jesus. He's in Potiphar's house. And he is being a great overseer. He's a great manager of this house because he did not touch this woman. Okay. This woman is lusting. She's lusting. And he shook her. Okay. He literally shook her. I'm going to read the end of the story. And it keeps going to verse 10. And it came to pass that she spake to Joseph day by day that he hearkened not unto her to lie by her or to be with her. Look at the church calling on Jesus all day, calling on Jesus, calling on Jesus. And he ain't got nothing to do with it. Look at all these Christians talking about they having visions and dreams and Jesus and all this so mess, this nonsense. And Jesus is not touching this concubine. Jesus is not touching this Christian church. Okay, he ain't touching Potiphar's wife. Verse 11. 
And it came to pass about this time that Joseph went into the house to do his business. <laughs> and you get that because what did Jesus say? I'm about my father's business. <laughs> and there was none of the men of the house there with them. So he went in the house. Okay. Some um, Christians will say he made a management mistake. He went in the house by himself. But I don't believe that. Okay, everything was by God's plan and God's will. And he went into that house by himself in verse 12. And she caught him by his garment saying, lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. Wow. It's amazing how Jesus and Joseph is all connected to these garments. But he left out of there naked. It would have been better for him to run out of there butt naked than to touch somebody else's wife, okay? That's somebody else's church. That Christian church ain't Jesus' church. That Christian church belongs to your boy, Paul. And Jesus ain't got nothing to do with it, all right? So now I want to go to how Jesus was Lord over Pharaoh's house now. This is going to be the book of Genesis, chapter 41, 37 through 45. The king and his officials liked this plan. So the king said to them, Who could possibly handle this better than Joseph? After all, the spirit of God is with them. Now, we got to go up a little bit so y'all can understand how respectful Joseph was to Pharaoh. This is going to be Genesis 41, 25. Joseph replied, your majesty. Both of your dreams mean the same thing. And in them, God has shown what he is going to do. He's so respectful. Your majesty. Verse 33, your majesty, you should find someone who is wise and will know what to do so that you can put him in charge of all of Egypt. Joseph was not trying to be in charge of Egypt. Just like Jesus, he was not trying to be in charge. The Bible says that Jesus said that John the Baptist was the greatest prophet born among women. Now think about that. Jesus was born of a woman. And he said John the Baptist was more than a prophet. And he literally says that there's no greater prophet than John that's born among women. Christians, they don't know what to do with that verse. They don't know what to do with it. But I'm going to keep going now. We can go on with Genesis 41 and we'll go to 39. The king told Joseph, God is the one who has shown you these things. No one else is as wise as you are or knows as much as you do. Now, Joseph was the man that could be entrusted to be Lord over Pharaoh's house because he wasn't going to steal Pharaoh's glory. And it's the same thing, okay, in 
the world today, all this honor, all these accolades that is thrown on Jesus, Jesus is giving it back to the Father. Here y'all are, worshiping Jesus. And guess who Jesus is worshiping? Jesus is worshiping the Father. He's a great steward. He's a great steward, okay? We honor him as the Messiah. Even in Islam, they'll tell you he is the Messiah. The only thing is, he's not God. Duh. Okay, so now we're going to keep going. I want to go to verse 40. I'm putting you in charge of my palace. Can't you think about Jesus in the Father? I'm putting you in charge of my palace. And everybody will have to obey you. No one will be over you except me. You are now governor. Nope, not king. You hear that? He didn't say you're king. He said, no, you're governor. You're governor. A governor and a king is two different things. He's only governor of Egypt. Okay? <laughs> not of the world, just of Egypt. Just like Jesus is governor of the house of Israel. Verse 42, then the king took off his royal ring and put it on Joseph's finger. He gave him fine clothes to wear and placed a gold chain around his neck. See, this is a picture of Daniel. If y'all read the Bible, this is the same thing God did to Daniel. Okay, put a gold chain on his neck. Okay, he is a great steward. Gave him fine clothes. He also let him ride in the chariot next to his own. Not a UFO. Not a UFO. Just a chariot with horses. And people shouted, make way for Joseph. Didn't they say, Hosanna, Hosanna to Jesus? Yeah. So Joseph was governor of Egypt. The king told Joseph, although I'm king, and that's what God had to tell Jesus, I'm the king. I'm the king. Okay? God is king. The king told Joseph, I'm king. No one in Egypt is to do anything without your permission. Now, you'll never find no scripture in the Bible where Jesus says, I'm king. You'll find the opposite. Jesus ran when they tried to make him king. When Pilate said, you the king of the Jews, he said, thou sayest. He said, for this cause I was born to bear witness to the truth. All right. So now I want to go to verse 45. He gave Joseph the Egyptian name, Zaphonath, Panania, and he let him marry Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar. Now this is deep. This is a whole lot of studying right here, because if you just look at that, most people think Potiphar and Potiphar are the same man. OK, now think about it. Just let's just let your mind go free for a little bit. Now, think about it. Here go Potiphar's wife pushing up on him and he don't want that. And then Potiphar's daughter get given to Joseph. That's deep, okay? Now, I'm not saying that's true, but if you look at that, it says the daughter of Potiphar. God had a blessing. He was like, you know what? I ain't finna let you have Potiphar's wife. That, that don't belong to you anyway. 
I'm going to give you the daughter of Potiphar, a priest in the city of Helopolis. Joseph traveled all over Egypt. Okay, so this man, as you can see, he was not king. He was governor. Joseph was like a messiah. Joseph was like a savior for Egypt. He was the one that could be trusted to do the task. Now we're getting down. I want to continue with my theme. The man that played God. Now we're going to go to Genesis. This is going to be 41 all the way down to 46. And it reads, and Pharaoh said unto Joseph, see, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. And he made him to ride in the second chariot, which he had not first. If you notice, Joseph is never first. Moses was first. Joshua was second. Moses was first. Aaron was second. Moses was on the top of the mountain face to face with the most high God. And guess what? Joseph or Jesus, peace be upon him, was at the foot of the mountain. The whole world right now is worshiping God's footstool, Jesus Jesus is worshiping God, okay? He is worshiping the one and only true God. And that's why God is not threatened. He's using Jesus as the Messiah for a test, okay? He's riding second, not first in the carrier. And they cried before him, bow the knee. And he made him ruler all over the land of Egypt. Wow. His dream, okay, wasn't a reality then, but now his dream is a reality, okay? The people are bowing the knee today all over the world. They're bowing the knee, but he's not first place. He's not king. He's governor. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh. And without you shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name, help me now, Zaphonath-Panania. And he gave him to wife Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar, the priest of On. And Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. Now watch this. And Joseph was 30 years old. Who else was 30 years old in the scriptures? Jesus. Jesus! In the words of Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and 1, it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as it is not so much as named among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. Now, there was an Israelite once upon a time that stole his father's church. And this church represents the concubine. 
that the Benjamites abused all the night long in the book of Judges. Now, I've been bringing out this revelation that the apostle Paul has stole his father's church and blamed it on Jesus. Jesus has nothing to do with the Christian church. Just like Joseph, he had nothing to do with Potiphar's wife. He left her and all she had in her hand was the garment. And that garment is the wolf in sheep clothing. I've been bringing this out. The church don't have Jesus. Who they have? They have a monster. They have the wolf in sheep clothing. They have Paul, the founder of the Christian church. Now I recommend you to share this channel, to share this page. Let someone who knows the scriptures check out these broadcasts so we can spread the truth, okay? The truth is right before your eyes and you can't ignore it. These types and shadows, they are here in the Bible scriptures to guard us from corruption, okay? Just like the story of Joseph. Joseph was a type and shadow of Jesus so that when Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John come along and Romans and Corinthians, we can say, oh, hold up. Joseph was not murdered. It all was a deception, okay? He was alive, and he was governor, and the same thing about Jesus. He's alive, and he's governor. He's not king. So these types and shadows, they guard us from corruption. So share this channel, support this channel, okay? There's more truth to be put out. Shalom and assalamu alaikum to my brothers and sisters.